Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loman Ale, and remember, no droids allowed. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cantina. Sorry we're a little uh, late this week. Uh, I'm Kyle. That's Cam. Hit the the subscribe button if it's something you haven't done already. If you have, thank you very much. Uh, We got a lot of really uh, good content here on the channel. Stuff for Star Wars, stuff for Marvel, uh, stuff for anime, of course, and uh, general geek pop culture, uh, entertainment, movie news, and 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 reviews. So, uh, lots of reasons. If you uh, if it's not a reaction video, all of our podcast news and and reviews things go up on your favorite podcast apps. Uh, we're here to to review the Mandalorian season three, episode, episode five. five. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, well, I kind of got that from, from the message you sent the other day. Yeah. I personally <laughs> thought it was an okay episode, I must admit. Um, I kind of know so some of the things that you wouldn't like, but um, I generally thought it was okay. And, and a couple of things that I think I know will have annoyed you that didn't annoy me so much this time. Um, so we we maybe have a different set of opinion on this one. So you thought it was just maybe. overall the whole episode was like too. I'm no see that's what makes it even worse is on paper, mostly there's a few things that are iffy, but on paper this should have been a banger episode, man. You on on paper, so act like you're just seeing this. You you've never seen the actual pirates. This is just like in in planning stages, and they're like, uh-huh. man, we're gonna have this, we're gonna have this episode where where the pirates come back and they mm-hmm. actually attack on force. And you're like, yeah, man, freaking space pirate Lando and Han, they were space pirates. That was awesome. Um, and and you're like, yeah, and then the uh 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 the new republic is gonna is gonna uh refuse to get involved, and we're gonna bring bring back that that pilot everyone like that let mando go away and sees it okay cool cool so more new new republic stuff man i'm i'm down with that yeah and at the end of it the the mandalorians they're all gonna gather up and they're gonna go help save uh grief karga on on navarro and 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 his people and you're like freaking a man that sounds awesome and then they actually wrote it the dialogue included created the the pirates that they created filmed this monstrosity and and released it with some of the the absolute most cartoony dialogue in Star Wars that that's that since Book of Boba Fett maybe Obi-Wan can I mean an example I mean, of what you like, mean about the childish dialogue because as much as in the earlier episode when the pirates showed up I didn't like some of the pirate terminology they used but I didn't I was watching for that this time, and there was nothing that, that stood no, out well, to me like they don't, that. Other, so. other than Davy and his his like two crew members, which how ridiculous was it to have a like a what was that? Maybe a, a frigate sized craft uh, uh, with two crew members and and Davy Broccoli well, himself. I have to Everything... say, one of my issues was actually the amount of extras they had on screen in this, which maybe goes into a slightly different scenario. But Other I'll, that's what part, yeah. Well, but well, the bridge should well, have had more than two, two crew was... members plus the captain on it for. for I mean, a ship I, I would that, agree with that. that I would large. definitely agree with that criticism. Um, but, you know, specifically on the anything and in the dialogue. So, 
anytime that grief karga is speaking a lot of his stuff is really really just cartoony a hundred percent down them and his delivery doesn't help with it carl weathers is exactly who carl weathers is and we enjoy a lot of his movies where his style his uh his delivery method works uh, I complain. I complained about his some of his uh, delivery method uh, in season um, one. In season one as well, yeah. which again is just who he who he is. So you kind of either have to accept it or or not. Uh, everything dealing with uh, um, the uh, uh, Bo Katan and the dialogue between her and uh, the armorer. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because you got the the cartoon voice actress with it, plus you know Filoni working on it. But all of the the depth and stuff just goes out out the window, and we go from this whole. I'm trying to think of how to, how to word it. You go from this whole. Uh, uh, there's there's no revel. Uh, there's no how how what's her name the the armor gets from where she is two episodes go to hey go ahead take off your helmet uh i don't buy that uh the whole the whole uh they just didn't give us anything with it it's just like she's internalized all this stuff and then hey by the way you you've walked both both ways and that was really really dumb because it was like she she had walked both ways beforehand but i guess the whole mythosaur is what's what's tipped that off but well um, i'm not so sure see uh I mean, we'll leave it till we get into spoilers, I think, on that, yeah, yeah. in terms of sort of speculation, I think. But, um, uh, but yeah, okay. And then, and then uh, the the worst of it is the villainy, the worst cartooniness of it is, and this is the one part where on on paper this didn't work, or this didn't work at all, uh, is the uh, uh, part back on Coruscant 1. How dumb was it that it's like, dude? Yeah, you could, you can fly faster than get the the communications through. One that again, they're shrinking the size of the of the Star Wars galaxy. I hate I hate that. And two, when they when they get there, man, she's just it's so coincidental. And the the sly come in and and push push you know push the conversation where you want to do it and it and and the tone and everything it's it's literally like watching a live action because it's not just the writing it's the delivery as as well this episode just oozed with the cartooniness the 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 immaturity the the rebels and and uh, speaking of which there's there's a cameo we'll talk about uh but the the rebels and and clone wars style dude like and and again we we had something completely different in in season one and and season two and i don't i don't i don't know why we have to go back to to cartoony in season one the only real cartoony thing you had to cope with was weathers's delivery and a little bit of uh uh sedaris's Character, I forget the female junkyard lady, but she's Amy Sedaris. Um, she's uh, kind of goofy, but she Haley, tolerable. Kelly Bottle like, yeah. was her character. Um, I, I don't know, and then <laughs> and then and then the worst of it, the the worst of it was was the the I didn't catch this in in the first uh, time we see Davy Broccoli, but his ship has a fucking wheel. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't. A wheel, a fucking wheel and i'm leaving those f bombs in sorry but holy shit man you want to talk about ignorant dumb cartoony stupid juvenile little kid bullshit what sense does that make i mean i'll give you i mean i think we should probably just give you a grade and go into spoiler territory here because we're almost we've never been out it since we started i think so um <laughs> You know, just to get into this conversation properly. Uh, so, what grade did you give this overall? I gave it a C. A C. I gave it a B minus. All right. So, while I would concede, and we're going to go anti spoiler territory now, right, guys? So, mm-hmm. full spoilers. So, Raquel can run in freedom and <laughs> freedom. All right. But um, I think we do disagree on this. And I think um, while. There's a couple of points you make that I'll concede. A, the wheel, 
I thought was a stupid idea, but it was only in short for like five seconds of the whole Lots episode. Lots of things are only one little thing until they all add up. So. But it just didn't bother me that much. And I think overall, the pirates, pirates were not as... What's the word I'm looking for? Marine piratey, as they were when we saw them earlier on. The terminology they used, they didn't. The costumes didn't look quite as bad. Outside of the, the costumes one were first still, mate, yeah, the first mate, freaking blue and no, white striped shirt. Like how much more cliche can the first mate? The, the first mate looked like, like a pirate. All, all of them. The captain, all of them look stupid. I mean, if you go over the He's whole Davy Jones Hook thing. Shit. You know, I mean, maybe. But the other guys that were on the ground just looked like general sort of criminals to me that we would see anywhere in Star Wars. So I didn't I didn't quite mind them as much. And as I say, the, the terminology they use, they kind of they don't go for any really pirate lingo or anything like that. But yeah, I, 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 felt, talk as much. I still don't like Thank their God. design. I still don't like their design. They're not my favourites um, whatsoever. But... The fact maybe that they're just really one and done kind of antagonists that have really been brought in just to give some action to what really, you know, hasn't built up in terms of action yet to the earlier episodes of Mando. I didn't actually think they were too bad. It's not as if we're going to have to have spin-off stories about Davy Broccoli for the next 10 I years. Hope, I mean, it I seems as if not. he's just pan-bred dead. So, I, um, hope, I hope so, but I'm, I'm scared to death we're going to get, like... That, um, Crispy it plant seems to be not an Amando. I'm 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 scared we're gonna get Chris crispy plant Davy Broccoli and in in skeleton crew now because mm. of that rumor. I I know it could be just them mis mismatching yeah, data, but I'm. It doesn't uh, make sense. I swear. Yeah. I swear. It if it shows up, if it, um, if it shows up. I mean, I'm not saying there won't be pirates in, in yeah. skeleton crew. I just don't think it's that crew because it's none of them left. Basically, they better, you know, they better and, not be like they better not be space. Pirates of the Caribbean. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. I'm dead serious on, we'll, on that. We'll this was so this, this was, was so dis- disappointing, man. These see, I, every, I thought oh. you know it was made up for it by. I thought a lot of the stuff that was going on in the actual Mandos themselves. Once they actually go to them, it was kind of cool um, uh, to, to kind of see them. As long as sort of no take one that opened step their back into the the, the <laughs> other world, um, like when. Um, Paz Vizsla gives his wee speech and it kind of looks as mm. if he's going to go a different way and then he's like, I'll tell you why, because we're goddamn Mandalorians, you know what I mean? Uh, that was fine, the whole thing when go. it's when it's and just the like, Mandalorians, yeah, that's the, cool. the best and, uh, part. The action yeah. show was good. My only, my major gripes with this episode is that it all felt so small scale and and what I mean by that is yes. when Grief Cara, Carga, sorry, takes the um, the residents away to those caves, you know, Double the dozen. caves of solitude or whatever. And yeah, it felt like to me 40, 50 people there. Uh, and this is yeah. not a small little backwater village. This is supposed to be a town that's building and it's got school in it and all that sort of the stuff. The trade center and stuff. Yeah. I get that you can't necessarily have, right, we need 2,000 extras to show up just for one day for a background shot but they could have done some cgi there with some people being lit in the caves in the background so that there was only something so many of them up front um they needed they needed at least like 50 physical people milling around using camera tricks to make it look like more things like that i think should have been done to make it look more even though they couldn't get it i also felt they needed some more mandalorians not necessarily in the attack scene but in the scenes where they're discussing what they're going to do. Yeah. So it was like almost like every Mandalorian went on the mission. And there should have been, like, where, where's past kids? Who'd be too young to go on that mission at that point? Let's see some of the ones that maybe don't go on the mission in the background to make it feel more like a community. So if they'd done a few things like that, again, if I was in charge, I would never have designed those pirates like that in the first place. So I'm with you on that. But they don't annoy me the overall story because to me they just feel like a, a very minor throwaway villain that we we just had to deal with I for know, a very it, short space it, of time. It it again it goes it goes back to my whole thing about uh little little things adding up. We keep excusing little things from Book of Boba Fett. I mean, I excuse Vespas little things, things like from that. every show, and you excuse little I, things from every show. I mean, all your favorite anime shows. But I'm sure there are people out there that are critical about these things as well, you know. And that but is, it's all adding up to something that is is well, I mean, becoming an issue with Star Wars, own, which is the which is the uh, right? uh, uh, 
the what I, I don't even know what action word to use for it, but I, I don't want to say dumbing down, but the uh, uh, devolving, if you will, de aging, if you will. We're we're getting to where Star yeah. Wars is literally even the things that were very very ot in tone where there's some lighthearted fun and some more mature moments with mando's season one and 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 two now we've we've had a majority of stuff that is a lot closer to rebels and clone wars than it is star wars ot i mean and yeah. it's, it's leagues away from from the sequel trilogy which th- there's a lot of things i'll say but the, the sequel trilogy was not aimed at at 10 year olds in general uh they of course just like the the originals had some things for for well, kids like the I wasn't droids the and Oz stuff. either because it didn't make no. enough sense to be aimed at people. No. They were trying to aim at people of the generation, but yeah. by baiting it. But but everything but else, succeed. every everything else, even even Solo is is a hell hell of a lot more imma- immature than the uh, like Rogue One or anything. We got Andor yeah. and and Rogue One and the two seasons of of Mando. And everything else, including the the cartoons, of course, is is child, and that is what's up, upsetting me the the most. Is Mando was supposed to be that that thing that could you know bridge the two? Yeah, the the ten year olds are going to love that's it. That's the thing; it needs to bridge the, the two. It's, it's never going to go as dark as Andor. Me. Um, I don't need it to be. I don't want it. I don't want it to be. It has to. All it had to be was like season one or two. That's it. That's it. Book of Boba Fett with the Vespas for me. I never, you know, and the weird looking people, you know, timid fights. It was. I mean, like when the Mandos do attack, there is actually some brutal fighting, and a few of them get shot. You know, there's a couple of good action shots where somebody like gets close range, boom, bang right in the face and stuff like that. Not too much to make it, because they're not trying to make it too violent and. Yeah, you know that, that's obviously trick, tricky to do yeah. in this type of scenario. But I thought, and it was I, I don't I thought need, some of the space, or not space action, but ship action was okay. We Bo and Mando kind of like, yeah, who's about and letting everybody else kind of go to it and stuff like that. And I like the maybe one slight criticism I would have again is that sometimes like they seem to up and, and down a Mando's power level depending on the situation a little bit when they do the action scenes like oh we need them mm. to be bogged down at this minute suddenly they're not as good and then all of a sudden somebody pulls off something yeah. fantastic sometimes you need to up escalate the 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 threat against them in order to see the best of people when you do that it's like you can't have John Wick suddenly you know, there's mm-hmm. one guy with a shotgun, a shop owner, and a, and a gun store. It's like that. Fuck you, John Wick. Since we're swearing anyway, you know, <laughs> you ain't stealing money from my camera today, boy. And, and you know, he's trying to. And John Wick's having trouble with him all of a sudden because the script calls for it at that point. Yeah, but, you exactly. know, there, there's a couple of little things like that that I, I definitely could be fixed up and touched up. What is? So what it's did not you... brilliant, but it's not. It didn't annoy me the way it's. It's clearly annoyed you. You know. Yeah. I and and then getting sticking with like the the Mandos stuff. Like I said, every everything with the Mandalorians was was what was best in this this episode. But even even then, there's times where where they just shouldn't have been talking. And and uh, Vizsla's speech was fine, like the whole switcheroo. But I I felt like it took too too long to get there, and it made it over like over dramatic. speech. I like a good overly dramatic, like, especially when there's a twist in it in some ways. But I'm already annoyed. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah, like, so you can't because and, and you're here, already pissed off. And that's the thing. Right. I was more pissed off at the start of the episode, but as the episode <laughs> went on, I get less yeah. pissed off and enjoyed it more. Um, because when I saw them at first, I was probably the same as you. I was like, ah, fuck, Davy Broccoli's back. <laughs> you know? Uh, crap. I hate it. Uh, I hate that. I don't hate like Davy Broccoli. And um, then, you know, he, he annoyed me whenever he was on screen, but he thankfully oh, yeah. wasn't on screen very much, you know? Mm, one one frame uh, is, is too much. Too much Davy Broccoli. Um, well, I agree with the, that. Uh, I don't like them. So, but that, that you know, what's funny is you, you mentioned all the, the uh, anime stuff that, that I watch, and... and like I'm not upset at cartoony things, guys. I love cartoony shit. I I like regular cartoons. I, I was watching Amazing World of Gumball uh, last night, getting getting ready for bed, just folding some some laundry. I'm down with silly. Ridic- it is an amazing show. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a couple <laughs> of proper cartoons out there over the last oh, yeah. ten years that are 
there's like another level of them for adults. Oh, and, and, gum, and Gumball's you know, that, Gumball's man. one of them. Gumballs. Adventure Show was like that as well. Yeah, and, Adventure um, Time. Was yeah. Caught. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, regular Show, Adventure regular Time. Regular Show, that's the one uh, I was, that was, yeah, that's the yeah. two of us getting mixed up. Adventure time and regular show, um, but yeah, uh, I'm into all all of that. But that's because those are those are meant to be that way. Yeah, if, I get that. If yeah. Gumball all of a sudden went andor level seriousness, I would, would not want. be very happy. Yeah. You yeah. know, so for for me, that's that's why this upsets me so much because it this isn't what it was meant to be. And again, I I will say this now: I am scared for the future of of Andor season two. Do I think they'll make it as Lighthearted as this, no, they they no. can't. They but won't do I at think all. They will go because do, Tony Gilroy's do, doing his own. They're thing. not going to go. They're it not going to critically gonna, acclaimed. They'll let him not, do they, whatever no, he wants. No, they won't. No, yeah, no, they won't. they're going to lighten it up and and yeah. boy, you get get ready for the I mean, for the rebels cameos. Get, it get might, ready. It might light up. It's lighting a it little bit. Anyway, I just don't think that's the way his 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 mind works. And if he's in charge of it and doing it his way. And I think she'll appreciate that he's getting all the praise for the fandom saying, well, Andor was amazing. Yeah, it wasn't as popular. And I don't think, I think we knew it wouldn't be as popular as some other shows uh, because it isn't going to be for everybody. But I think we need to, they need to keep Andor for people like us. I, and if they, I wish. If they wreck it's it. going to be. I, I think, it, I have no worries about that at all. I genuinely, I don't know it, where you're coming from. I do. Want. I do because it's because it's 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 Disney in charge. It's not supposed to go anywhere. Iger, Iger, the end of it. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Iger's back, baby. And and come on, let let you know what's funny is is everyone likes to think Iger's here to save the day, but let's not forget he's the he's the one. Bob Iger, you listening to me, you little shit. You're the one, Bobby, that that put Star Wars in this position in the first place when you were like, I want one Star Wars movie every year. From 2015 forward, you did that, Bob Iger. Yeah, you. especially as he so, doesn't seem to be too worried about the quality of the script. No, but, I mean, and, and don't get where, me wrong, it, it was the, the people they hired, though. But then even <sighs> the people they hired that did tell them, we haven't got enough time, they ignored them and said, we, we have to do it anyway. You know, which was doesn't, doesn't matter. He's, he's, he's the man in, in charge, just like Chapik was the, the guy that, that killed Marvel by flooding it. Uh, Disney Plus with but with Marvel stuff insisting that just too too much stuff. So, anyways, back back to the to the Mandos off of the <laughs> the business side of of it. Uh, what what did you think of the kind of path for for Bo-Katan? You and I saw this as a possibility early, but we didn't we didn't know how it would would be well, executed. See, I, I don't think it's going to go quite the way we want. I still think there's a chance this could go either way. They've done. Especially, I think what they've done really well this season is showed then as a natural leader, but with someone who has no desire to lead by right. giving them a bit of a backseat. And I think that may be deliberate because they're going to end up having a split where you've got Bo-Katan versus, versus um, Din side of things. But I don't think, I think that's like maybe a, a season four type situation. I don't think mm. we're going anywhere near that yet. But I think seeds are, are being sown that could potentially go in that way. I'm starting to not be completely sort I'm looking for. Trustworthy with maybe is a, a how do you trust a character? You know what I mean? Um, I, I've got a bad feeling about the armor, right? And I've always a had that kind of traitor. <laughs> not that I treat her, but that she stir. has her own mm. ambitions. She doesn't seem to have any desire to lead, but then the person who advises the king, Excuse you me. know, the king's closest oh, advisor yeah, yeah. is truly the king, you know, it's one of those type of situations. And it's starting to feel a little bit, and I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, but a little bit little I've finger seen enough. Yeah, to me. I know, you know, little, I know exactly who you're, you're talking about. that's in the background. Mm-hmm telling people what they want to know to push them in the direction they want them to go because she was almost so dismissive about the mythosaur and then after everything that happens it's like come and see me take off your helmet and she's you know it's just the way the awkward I thought the awkwardness was deliberate if that okay, makes sense that, that, that could that could be she's like why am I doing this you've, yeah. you've just put me back in the crate I don't I, she doesn't want it she wants this to kind of stay at that point and she feels like she's kind of being forced out yeah and and the one thing the armor does as well is say basically 
I think it's something like, do you trust my advice or do you accept my, my uh, authority of my position or, or something, yeah, yeah, like something, something like that? What does that actually mean, really, when we get to it? Does that mean that she's always going to expect her to do what she says? Because station, you that's what she, she says. Do you other respect my station? Way around about if Paul was able to I don't get know. all the clans together. And it was, a, it was a weird, it was a weird... You know, like I, I said, think there's more to find out there. I think that's the thing. Yeah. I think we need to wait and see where that one goes. Here's another one I'm going to give you as well. That's speculation from my end. I think that the people who rescued Goff, I was going to say Goff Midian, Moth <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gideon, were Mandalorians because we find that Beskar there. I know he's had a connection. And we also know that some of Bo-Katan's old crew like that Koska Reeves and um, what's, what do they call them uh, are supposed to come back at some point in, in season hmm. 3 as well Axe Wolves um, I'm, I'm starting to wonder where some of her ex-people have have went Gone and just become too. mercenaries and they've yeah. you know, hired the job to basically free Moff Gideon or something like that and we're going to find some we're going to end up with a Mando versus Mando conflict at some point. Um, Could be. With the good guys versus the bad guys. But I think where that could go is in you know, almost a civil war type situation eventually. Uh, but as I say, I don't, I don't think we'll quite get there yet. Um, uh, and it's I, clear that that girl yeah. in, in, in Coruscant is, is working and knows fine well what she's doing and it's on behalf mm-hmm. of Moff Gideon as well. I, 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 don't, I disagree with you about the, you felt that kind of whole dialogue was, I, I kind of felt it, it was, it felt like a real government in terms of some pen pusher who really just doesn't give two no, shits about I, I got that. That, that. that in general is fine. It's the conversation once she comes in and starts steer, steering it. I mean, it's all of that obvious. comes off it's as just obvious. so, so. I, I don't even know what the word. It's so icky, and it's just so like any anyone buying this this bitch's fucking bullshit is is an idiot. Maybe they're like, trying it was that. So though. I think they're trying to have like what's his name? The the dude, the pilot. The, can't remember. His I don't even remember name. his his name. I really, I really. I think Mando called him Blue at one point. So we'll just call yeah. him Blue, right? Um, so. He seems extremely suspicious of her, and yet this other guy doesn't. And I think maybe what they're trying to show is somebody who is out there and sees the world the kind of way it really is versus some they're, bureau- they're showing, bureaucratic and, idiot who says, well, and they're showing that paper it the, here tells me she's recovered, so I, I, I'm... They're you know, showing I'm it gonna... like they do in a, in a cartoon, and the way that their tone, tone of voice is, delivery, every, everything, nothing says, nothing shows... It's so freaking obvious, and that's what I'm getting at. Is it's like treating me like a freaking child, and this show has already shown that it it was meant for everyone. Not yeah. he didn't have to dumb things down, and that's what they're doing. You're, you're right on what they're showing, but Cam, you can also show that without the the uh, well, I don't want to say <clears throat> over enunciation, but you know what I'm talking about. It's that the style. It's of the, the classic. Deliver- what Andor does well is show and not tell. Right, exactly. And they do, they exactly. do a bit too much tell sometimes. Oh my god, it's they not do, nothing do but too tell. much tell, and the dialogue then feels expositiony at times. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But I think I, it, it's just it, it's, Wars, it's frustrating because I'm, I mean, I'm the original of un- trilogy was a bit. I mean, maybe Empire aside, the original trilogy was a bit expositiony as well. So oh, the first one for sure. In Star Wars, definitely a new hope. Um, First one for sure. Jedi, a little bit on on indoor with trying to explain what what they're gonna do, uh, but you kind of have to have some exposition. A, I mean, somewhere. there's a little bit of hand splaining as on as well, yeah. and, and things yeah. like that, you know. But but not. But, but not even really when that happens, it's one, not and as that's cartoony. What elevates the second one up because it feels like you're in this natural situation where people are reacting to the events in a kind of more realistic way. And that works works well in all movies for me. If I'm a fan, of, I'm not a fan of you know Joe exposition, but Star Wars has always a little bit of that in it, and yeah. it's where they kind of draw the line. And I like how you that deliver matters. some of the dialogue in Mando has been a bit expositiony this this season, and they could do a bit more show and a bit less tell 
which or would, if, would if appeal they are to gonna, me more. If they are going to tell, don't don't tell it like a like a kindergartner. Don't don't tell it like we're watching Barney. Like, have some respect for your for your audience and in even See, for I, the kids that well, are if watching. If you haven't explained too much, then then you're doing that anyway because I don't think there's any way to do that without seeming as if you're disrespecting the reader but I don't know because at the same time I read books and then I talk about them online with people and people are like oh my god I didn't know this character was the pick 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 mm-hmm. you know something hero prophesized you know what messiah whatever you want to pick and the kind of stories that I would read um, and I didn't realise they were that until book three and you're like it was like obvious from chapter three of the first book to, to me so, so where some people see that some people see Andor, right, and they say, I don't understand what was going on in Andor because they didn't sit and explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old kid because, let's face it, some of the even adults out there that are our age still oh, yeah. need their content plated up to them in TV dinners oh, yeah. and say, you know, here's what happened last week, here's what happened five minutes ago, just in case you forgot, here's we're going to linger on this shot for ages because we know if we don't, you won't get that it's important, you know, little things like that. And I see that all the time in American TV to, to various degrees. And it's very rare. It's the very good shows that don't do that. Yeah. And I think Mando season one definitely had a bit of that in it for me. Season two less, mm. um, but still a bit of it. Boba Fett had quite a lot of it. You know, Andor really didn't have that at all. And that's one of the things that elevated Andor for me because, you know, it didn't. It treated me like a like someone who can understand what they're supposed to be watching it, it, on screen but you're not it always treated you like get that someone with a brain yeah, and someone that's had half, that half half a life of of experience you know um and you don't say, it doesn't, I understand those Star Wars will never be yeah, aimed at those it doesn't have to be like, all can't. like that at all it do, it doesn't have to be that and that and I'm not asking for I've never wanted every everything to be like like Andor even after getting Andor I still I mean didn't I would want think. <laughs> what I'm but I'm not asking for it is what I'm what I'm yeah. saying like yeah. that's the thing I'm not against I'm not against childish cartoony where where applicable Ma- the Mandalorian didn't didn't need this level of cartoonishness that we've gotten in season three like you said star wars is always going to have some things and even i i said that i you know me i'm one of the world's biggest return of the jedi uh uh defenders and apologists if you if you will um but yeah for the love of god the the hell with the ewoks lucas i mean seriously dude you know, you you. Jedi's great. Oh, for the Ewoks, but the Ewoks do annoy me. Um, you know, and then there's so much of that. I mean, which is probably why I, I my probably still least favorite film because of what it could have been. It's still the Phantom Menace because it's just too much of that. It's so much exposition, horrible dialogue, cheesy Awful lines. Dialogue. Awful. The, the good ideas Awful. that are in there don't get to come to the surface. And I would even say I'd, I'd probably, as it pains me to say it, because there's less value in The Rise of Skywalker, but there's probably a better put-together film if you ignore all the horrible things it does to the canon than, than The Phantom Menace is, you know, in terms of the way it's shot, the way the dialogue's done. And Those are like definitely... A few bad bits, like, somehow the... Palpatine returns. The bottom three, uh, and anyone that disagrees, I'm I'm sorry, but you're you're bat shit crazy. The bottom three, in no in no particular order, just the bottom three of of the nine saga films is very easily two, three, and nine, or excuse me, one, two, and nine, one, two, and nine. Sorry, one, one, two, yeah, and nine. I'll go Not up. in any particular order. Yeah. That's why I named them out numerical. One, one, two, and nine. Those are the bottom freaking of the barrel. Followed very closely time, by followed very closely by uh, three, five, eight, six, and seven. Eight, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> three, eight, eight, or three, seven, seven and, eight. and eight, and then of course four, five, and six remaining gloriously at the top. But you know, no they did a recent order. poll um, at one website. I I can't remember the name. Now, and these things happen from time to time. They say, right, what's the best Star Wars movie? And people rated it and they went from top to bottom. Empire Strikes Back was number one. Guess what was number two? Sith, of course. 
No. What? Wait, wait a minute. It was. Yeah. Revenge yeah, of the yeah. Sith. The third was The Force Awakens. Third was, was Force like, Awakens. Yeah, yeah, it was ahead of Return of the Jedi. You know what I mean? And, and you get down to like, the really uh, low ones were like Solo, um, you know, and then Rise of Skywalker and stuff like that. You know, those were those were the really, really low ones. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's different opinions out there from, from everybody that's that's going unfortunately and you know that's I, I see things very similar to, to what you do to be honest probably not exactly the same but but similar do you, but do you know that in this you know episode that I, I wasn't as annoyed as you are by it i was still do, fairly engaged yeah. and enjoyed the action that i was seeing and everything. do you know what i i think is is part of the the problem <clears throat> is uh people people aren't growing out of things or growing up and things the way they they used to right um and i again i say this as someone with a shit ton of cartoon and and video game stuff all over my my walls uh um but i i my i mean guys from from the most stupidest you know stupidest from the the lamest most childish uh cartoons of gumball or dragon ball z all the way up to bigger bigger brain things like uh uh um uh enjoying stuff like the the last of keeping in in geek culture you know not to mention non uh non-geek pop pop culture things things that are uh live action not your better call Sauls, you know dramas and, and things like that so my 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 tastes vary right I grew up, uh, uh, we had franchises grow up with us, including Star Wars. The EU was definitely a lot more more mature, and that's not saying rated rated R or anything, but more mature, uh, the Star Wars EU, than the movies Some that me we it was. Had. Some of it wasn't, Kel. Some of the books I remember reading were, well, like, really bad. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I've don't, don't used me... this example before, but the Darksaber book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Manga, don't don't get me wrong. They're, they're not all, all winners. Controlled by a hot. It was just but there, poor. But there poor was stuff. some there was some growth. And not, not only that, there are cartoons from when I was a kid that I wouldn't watch again today because they're too hmm. childish. I'll yeah, watch they, Ghost. They were the team. I'll um, watch Ghostbusters. That, that's yeah. I'll, I'll watch Ghostbusters. That's but still good. I'll thing. watch Ninja Turtles. But you, you want... hold, hold, hold. Uh, here's here's what I'm long long way of trying to trying to get to. I'm not gonna watch Denver the Last Dinosaur ever again. Like if I saw that, I'd probably go, huh? I remember that cartoon. I'm that not. Was. I'm not watching. It's uh, obscure American stuff. I think. Uh, I'm I'm probably. The point being is is that today I think people hold on to their to their childhood more than mil- older millennials like myself, more than Gen X like hey, you. Look at all the stuff that's in your wall behind you. Look at no, what you're wearing. Look at what I you're already I already said that, but what I'm saying is is I still grow right. So that that means here here's what I'm trying to get at. People that grew grew up with freaking prequel trilogy and and rebels as as their Star Wars that they're carrying that forward. They're not growing up with it. That's that's my point. So I've got all all of this, but I still have things that I, right, I'm not requiring it's, it's everything to stay right, that that age. But that is subjective, and I'm like you, right? So we like <sighs> a lot of the same things. We are. I'm a bit older than you, but roughly yes. speaking, we kind of grew up similar types of areas and similar geek stuff that we're into. I'm closer to so Gen X than I, I am millennial style. Yeah, I yeah. struggle to understand some of these things as well, but I'm trying to look at it from other people's point of views, and we can't expect everybody to be like us. So if I take some random guy in the street, they may think. We never grew up because we're still watching Star Wars. Star Wars, I yeah. grew up of that when I was 10. I'm watching, I don't know, A, B, C, D. It doesn't matter what you think. But what the point is, everybody thinks what they watch is the right thing. Everybody thinks that other people's tastes don't make sense. So I had I was in an online discussion the other day there. Um, yes. And somebody was praising the design of the pirates in this right oh, and God. how they loved Davy Broccoli obviously they didn't use the name Davy Broccoli because that's a kind of us thing um, his real name is Gordon Sharp if anybody wants to know yeah. that but I, I cannot get my head around that I cannot get my head around that but at the same time 
I can't turn around and say, oh, you're just so wrong. My opinions and my... Because ultimately, it's how you interpret art. If somebody looks at that design and goes, that's cool, I'm really interested in that design, that's something different from what we've seen in Star Wars before, it's very difficult for us to turn around and say, you're wrong. You know? Not for me. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I am that but, asshole. But that's no. because I get it, I get you're, it. You're but... different for me. I try to look at things from other people. I, I try, no, I you, try. You tend to get angry and say because... something's bad and... Because it keeps happening. Like the things it keeps I like. happening. Yeah. No, no, I don't need it to. Again, I'm not even asking to to change the Mandalorian into anything other than what it was. That's what it was. It was already a, a, a style, a thing. It already had a, a place where it was fitting. Like we talked about bridging between some of the more childish, fantastical stuff from even epi- episode four and, of course, Rebels and, and Clone Wars. But bridging that with that original trilogy feel a little bit uh, grittier, a little bit more more mm. uh, grounded. And then this, this season, we just... Uh, jettisoned that just threw it out the freaking air airlock and that's what's making me angry because it seems like we we cannot do anything with star wars anymore and i know andor exists and again i've got my 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 fears about it but we we simply are just seeing people to where they're like nope star wars was rebels star wars was clone wars star wars is Cardboard Hayden Christian because there's, there and that's people that's out there it. That, and if it's if it what if they it, love is the cartoons. Fuck the that's OT. Their, their like, oh. the cartoons. You know that's they, that they like that better than than some of the movies. There's people out there now that genuinely think the OT is just a bit crap compared to what's what's been out since, and that the cartoons are a lot better. I don't understand that either. But when you have a franchise, then don't that change goes something you've already already freaking made and goes across so many people. I think we have to accept that there will be times that the, the Star Wars won't cater to us anymore, and we can oh, call I, it out. I, there's already lots of Star, Star Wars say, I haven't watched. So. Yeah, I know. Um, and on that front, by the way, I would say that as for one show that started really cartoony, and I wasn't a fan of because I do watch animated shows, mm-hmm. the Bad Batch did the same old thing that Star Wars does. Halfway through the second season, it suddenly started getting good. It started getting darker. It started getting more mature. And by the end, I was like sitting watching episode after just going, "Shit, this is actually quite good." I'm excited to, to find out what happens here, and I'm actually looking forward to season three of the Bad Batch because they've left you in a really cool cliffhanger, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was actual deaths, you know, meaningful deaths and stuff like that that happened as well. Um, and you know, they, they're exploring a lot of quite, you know, I would say for a cartoon anyway, mature content in terms of looking at how the Reb, the the clones were treated post-Empire yeah. when they don't really have any need for them anymore. But they're really exploring, you know, what the Empire want their forces to be and what the clones are doesn't represent that anymore and coming up with interesting ways to deal with them and set them up against each other and stuff like that. So, so it's actually been been quite good for me and i know you're never going to watch that but i guess for me i can turn off the because i've got a love of star wars and i can sometimes enjoy something and, and ignore some of the childish aspects of it and maybe that's what's working for me for mando but sometimes it goes too far and likes a book of boba fett some of the stuff that was in there went too far but at the same time i didn't hate B- book of boba fett as much as you did even when we were reviewing the episodes you know it was never I was never loving it, but I was, ah, oh, well, you know, it wasn't quite as bad as that. Okay, I, I hate that bit, but I didn't think this bit was was too bad. So, so you know, even then, we've got a slightly different sort of meter, yeah. if you like, for, for how we judge these things. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Like, like I, I, yeah, I'm, of course, of course, there's going to be stuff they make not for, for me, and that's the same with, with any uh any uh genre and any any franchise marvel's done it like i said i'm i'm not even asking to to make things different than what they they already were that's that's my biggest issue is just that we continuously and i keep saying aimed at at 10 year olds but it's it's really not it's it's aimed at a bunch of like 25 to to 30 year olds as well that that are that are content with 10-year-old mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I, think I guess, is 
upsetting as they don't, all. They don't need to be hell. challenged as much by what <sighs> watching um, some of these people. It is just having a hard day at work. I want to go in and switch off my brain for half an hour. And that's what TV is to some people. That's not what Star Wars was meant where, to be. I'm more critical. But it was for some people. It was. For, there, there will be people out there that went yet. You know, went to Star Wars when it first came out and thought, oh, I love those Star Wars films. What do you know? But they, they don't know the name Bib Fortuna. Mm. They get the Star Destroyers and the Death Stars mixed up because they haven't, they've only watched it twice, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I like those Star Wars movies, but they're not in it. Like, they're not, wow, I love this and I want to find everyone out about it like you and I are, you know. Um, and there's that audience in Star Wars. At the same time, there's then this other generation that are like us, oh, I want to find everyone out about it. But they want to find out about where they come into it, which was watching the Clone Wars and the prequels and stuff like that, and you know the, um, the just, odd characters that with, they grew with, up with. Even if you start with with prequel era stuff or cartoon stuff, you eventually find yourself at the original trilogy. Which, if if you are growing up, and again, yes, I know, but what's, yeah, what's you could behind get to 50 me. And- you could still like the same shit in I, and I like the same the same stuff but what I'm what I'm, what I'm saying is is that I again I and most people I know every everyone my age a little bit old, older and a little bit younger managed to grow up meaning that they they very much love the, the 1980s super goofy childish teenage mutant ninja turtles but when that new uh that new uh idw comic launched and eastman started started making turtle turtle comics again and it was grounder or ground ground grittier grounded it was more like the original comics those same fans that were just drooling over 1980s Turtles cartoon, me, we're now drooling over the 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 more gritty, blood-filled, oh my god, they cracked Donatello's shell. Bebop and Rocksteady basically killed a turtle. I mean, he, of I course, lives. I don't but like any. I if it, everyone, everyone around me did that. Why can't why but why can't the people younger than yourself, me do it? You're surrounding yourself with a friend group of like-minded people, though, surely. So they're surrounding <sighs> themselves with a like maybe there's a group of people out there, and I'm not saying there is, who didn't like those new comics and went, Oh, Turtles for me was that old 90s cartoon. And if it's not the old 90s cartoon, I'm not interested anymore. Maybe they're there, but you just don't know any of those. I don't know. People. I just I don't I'm get saying. people not not. It's I love all the old old stuff. I mean, I get what you're but saying. I, but I'm I like very much seeing, playing devil's uh, advocate because I know I, you. I, I know. I know you I, are, I, and I agree I, with you most. I don't but. understand it. I that's what I'm saying, but. And, and I'm not saying like it's going to change or, or anything. I'm I'm screaming about how I don't under understand it, but what I think it is, and it's that image. And uh, dude, you can point to things in in music with it. You can point to things in live action inter- entertainment with it. You can point to things in video video games. For Listen, mate, years, we've been discussing been how one of the most simple programs in the world. People what, what's watch that? soap operas. Oh people yeah, people still watch this shit on a oh, day to day basis. My, my mom, what what what? People what still gar- watch those garbage. police videos. <laughs> That but, are, uh, you know, the really bad like ones where, order and stuff. you know, yeah, yeah. where they explain everything mm-hmm. a million yeah. times to you and there's yep. an advert every 30 seconds yep. and they recap everything at the end of it. That's some people's lives because that's all their brain can handle I, in terms I of guess. entertainment and TV. I don't, I don't get it, but I do know that it is more prevalent in people younger and this does not mean like cursing those, those that's damn kids. That's an animal from older people that are like that as well. Well, yeah, of older course, than me, but I'm, I'm saying... saying I'm saying, and well, yeah, my my mom is the one that watched soap operas, not my my wife or my sister. It's there are certain aspect, uh, certain uh, uh, genres or franchises, projects, whatever word you want to look, that's what look I can't for. Just feel like- that ten years no, no, between again, when we were, were born, that suddenly people. But that's were. not that's not cartoony. That that's a different type of of corniness on in and of itself. It's completely different than something that is dumbed dumbed down. And that again is my my mm. issue. Is we are so we are extending adolescence way too fucking far, and it pisses me me off. And no one is fucking growing up anymore. And it 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 affects everything it it affects 
everything. I, I was trying to mention think, games. Look how, look how easy games have, have gotten. You're old over the, you're, you've got I am. Beard. I am. You're, you're I am old. I've had gray hair. Don't, don't act like you what don't. Don't change kids, the subject, Cam. What the young kids are into now is just don't rubbish. Change. Why are they into this rubbish stuff? No, it's because like, there is good stuff. Like I've got a load. I've got a load. I've got a load of brand. I've got a load of brand new stuff. Every year I find new music acts, new shows, new uh, uh, stories, new stuff. Not not the recycled from my already existing childhood. New stuff, Cam. I'm not against new stuff when it's good. My problem is, is that we are no longer seeing people grow up and instead of having their maturity move things forward, moving things uh, beyond the the ten, they're just bringing that with them, and even if something all, already exists within the same franchise that's a little bit older, say a Marvel a Marvel Knights comic book or Marvel Max versus reading just the the standard six six one six, they're not doing that. They just want to bring the fuck you know freaking ten year old bullshit up with them. And, and that drags everything down. And, and it happens in, in games, in comics, in, in movies. It happens in, in music. You can't you, control you, these things. Just, just, no, you can't. But it doesn't mean I should be happy about it. And I sure as hell don't, don't have to accept un, people making shit. Unpopular. If, if they release content that's popular, whether you and I sit there and say, hey, this is shit. But if it sells, they will ignore everything you Well, yeah, no, duh. I would sell. It. I am I am the, I am the I am the yeah. filthiest most dirty capitalist pig you can imagine if I could if I could find a, if I could find a way if I if I could if I could find a way to sell someone something that they didn't need but it won't hurt them like the fidget spin okay cuz I'm I'm not a I'm not I'm I believe in good form capitalism right but I sure as hell would take advantage of 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 people's Simplicity, stupidity, stu- stupidity, stupidity if necessary. The fidget spinner, one of the stupidest, most wasteful things ever. It was a fad. It came, it went, but it made a lot of people a shit ton of money really, really fat. And it didn't hurt anyone. The people people that bought fidget spinners, it didn't yeah, hurt it's them. Not as it was a waste. It's it was stupid. Definitely. I would love to take advantage of, of people like that as a, as a capitalist. But, but, but uh, Star Wars doesn't have to. And again, that's the thing. I get that there are people that that love Clone Wars more than the OT, but I don't really know anyone that's a Star Wars fan that doesn't at least like the OT, love the OT as much. Like I don't know any, and I'm sure there are some out there, but I don't know anyone that is just like. But it would be strange. The OT is trash. It's garbage. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that as a thing. So it stands to reason that if that appealed, and if and if Man Mando season one and season two appealed to the pe- people that are that are that are watching it now, if it appealed just three or four years ago, why, why do you need to change it now? Why? Well, I and mean, that's what. Oh my. God, Every show has to change off. at some point. I think part of that is because they really only had a story running up to what was going to happen when Grigol was so going to go it away. Childish. Okay. And they had to create what a new story would be. I don't think that they've tried to make it more childish. I just think they've naturally went in that direction a little bit with some of the stuff that they've done this season. Um, and and I, again, I disagree with that it suddenly became a childish show. Um, I think there's so more childish. elements in there compared to, to what were there before. But I look at some of the episodes in episode uh, season one, especially the, the ATAP one in the village, and a mm. lot of that shit was childish and, and poorly dialogued and poorly shot and all that That's sort of uh, stuff. one where, uh, with the uh, ATST? He, he like, yeah. And he, okay. he, he meets the action shot at the end was good, but that was about it. Nothing, yeah. You know, and never we never see again. And she's got a kid and all that. I just, I just never, I never go with that. That was a so filler episode from, all. from all hell. It was a fill, and, filler, at man. At the same time, the bounty hunter episode, which was, I think, the one after that, the desert, the guy that he was chasing for the bounty. Um, that was quite childish, and I didn't, I didn't go I for that him, as well. And I railed against his act uh, well. to the actor. Yeah, and then it yeah. improved again towards the end. So the, that's been there in Mando, but they've always come a darker way in the end. And I think that's what they'll do. And I think 
looking at what they do with the animated series, absolutely there's some light-hearted shitty filler in there. In fact, far too much as far as I'm concerned. But they do seem to get going eventually and the shows do improve as as they kind of get going. I don't know. We'll wait and see this overall once we get the, the end of Mandalorian. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, do you know what? Shows do sometimes go that way too. So there's no guarantee this isn't actually the beginning of the end and, and things are just going to take a downward turn from this point on. That is possible. Maybe. Um, I don't quite see it yet because that, to me there's a lot of mystery there that they could still go in a number of directions, but they could choose all the wrong directions to, to go in. All the easy choices instead of the kind of hard choices at times so therefore we don't get any real drama don't, and if don't we they get listen, that, to, don't they listen to yoda, yoda and stuff about how taking the easy way is the way of the the dark side i mean come uh, on they no. don't, i tell you what they don't do oh wait yoda's the bad yoda's the bad guy in star star wars these days i forgot Car- carry on <laughs> what they don't do and they should do is listen to the cantina podcast mate this that is, is true it. This is true. So, I mean, I don't know if I'm getting more to say about this week, but we were going to talk some brief sort of rumors about another upcoming show, weren't we? The Ahsoka show. Yeah, we can we can touch on that real quick for, for a few minutes. Uh, you, you wrote it up, Cam, and uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing, so I'll bring it up on the screen. You tell us uh, some, some Ahsoka rumors. Obviously, don't have it in front of me in terms to give you the exact quotes because I use a, a mobile phone for recording. I don't have a, a laptop like <laughs> that can do that properly, like Kev. Um, but um, roughly speaking, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of tell you what, what this is. It, it's, it's a rumour that came from MSW. Now, I would say that their hit rate is good, but it's not infallible, as we saw mm-hmm. with they, they did rumour they thought Gory and Shard and the pirates would end up being villains and, and, and skeleton crew. Mm-hmm. I think they've maybe just like they've heard that there was pirates in it and they've put two mm. together mark, and run a wee bit mark, there. mark my words you'll you'll be reviewing it with shaki alone i'll produce it i won't say a word <laughs> I, if, I will if, i will not watch skeleton. Sure. if if davy broccoli is in skeleton crew i will not watch it That's fair enough. I, I think i would be dis- <laughs> i would i would be disappointed at this point but i would still want it no, I'm, uh, I'm just nope. to you, you, even if I was ripped my butt. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Um, so anyway, they, they, they have been hearing some information about Ahsoka, and one of the things that they had said earlier is that, from what they'd heard, it seemed as if the show was split in two halves, right? So mm. that, and this could get any plot spoilers, but I, we won't. I'll just say this now: if the plot spoilers get more detailed than this, I'm out. I'm not. I don't want to know any more about Ahsoka at this point. So I won't be covering them. And this is as far as I go, which is vague, you know, plot spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, but just a warning for folk out there that the first half of the show would deal with what's happening in New Republic side, and the second half mm-hmm. of the show would what's be happening with Thrawn through whatever he is at the moment. And the new information that they've got is that Morgan Elspeth, who was the villain that Ahsoka fights in Mando mm-hmm. season two, but we didn't the see magistrate. it. Remember, we didn't see it kind of resolved. It just ended, and we don't yeah. know what happened next with that bit. Well, it turns out that she is also trying to find Thrawn, and it could be that they even think. I don't, I'm not sure about this one, but they think she could actually be a night sister. Like, ah, I'm like, nah, I don't know about that, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, who am I to tell them that they're wrong at the end of the day? I don't know. Uh, but it, it, something just didn't feel right with that. Anyway. And there's these two ex-Jedi, if you like, or at least one of them was, that are, that are with her and looking for Throne, and they're trying to get to where Throne is to be able to rescue him and bring him back. At the same time, you've got Ahsoka and Sabine also, you know, looking to get after Throne. Um, find Ezra, obviously, that's the main thing. And I don't know whether they're going to tag along with them, follow them there, or something like that. And then the second half of the show, they think will be, will be thrown what he's up to, and he'll get these people together and be the kind of antagonistic force. It's not a lot; it's fairly vague, um, which is probably why I did cover it at this point. Once they start telling us, here's what happens at the end. That's when I'll, I'll be tapping out because yeah. we did get that we Obi Wan Kenobi, and I just didn't want to know. Uh, simple as that. 
because um, then we can't talk about it. We can't speculate. If yeah. you know what's going to happen, then you can't speculate on it. You know, and that we've makes we've had a lot of of kind of vague uh, rumors for for uh, Ahsoka off and on the last little bit eighteen yeah. months. Yeah. Uh, including, they don't you know, match up either. No, is, they don't. Because is... I was going to say, where where does all that that stuff about the world between mm. worlds and and seeing alt, alternate possibilities? Where does that, that fit in the, with this? Maybe the first half of the show. May, where maybe we're in the New Republic. And, I, I mean, I there's know, no denying there's the... rumors. Mon Mothma shows up. Yeah. Now and 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 Ahsoka as well because apparently she was seen running about set. Um, whereas. The Andor season two is filming in a completely different place, so you know why would she be on set? Um, I don't know. Again, we'll, we'll wait and see on that. It could have been that it was Mando or Ahsoka, and that they thought she's now in both because the rumor was that she could show up in Mando or Ahsoka. Yeah, I don't know, but there definitely a lot of these rumors, little bits of information that don't say, tend to fit together. But I think what we're possibly missing is a lot of context of, yeah. of what actually is going on, and I'm okay with that because I, I yeah. again I don't want to know. I want to have a few little bits to speculate on it and talk to you about and go, what do we think? Yeah. What are we worried about that kind of thing. So I, I I'm I'm hopeful for for that as well. You know, I've got I've got my fears, especially with Hayden. Allegedly, no, no, that that's official. Him, him no, he is in Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. he is a hundred percent. Well, I, I knew, I knew we knew it was a hundred. I just didn't know if, no, if Disney been, had yeah. had said it or, or not. But I think yeah, even they, 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 they had the admitted that. that. Was, yeah, yeah. He was in it, yeah. Um, so, I think Zeb will turn up the cameo uh, from Zeb. The you know, of, mentioning he actually looked. Yeah. I, I recognized the species. Yeah. But it, it, he did look. He did look. Because I was always worried he would look really bad live action. Because I never liked the look of him. And the animated form, yeah, yeah, it's actually, well, yeah, no, it looks okay. I recognized the spe- I was like, I don't know if that's the same guy. Or, I didn't or even not, know if it was him but... or not either at the time when I saw it. I just thought, was oh, that another? But there isn't many of them left. Mm-hmm. They're like quite a rare mm-hmm. species at, at this point. Um, so I, I, I didn't know if that was definitely him. But I checked the credits at the end, and it's the same voice actor that's yeah. credited as Deb. That's so cool. you're like, okay, and there's no way they bring him in for a, a ten second. Cameo no. and Mando, and then not use him in the Ahsoka show where all his friends are going to show up. You yeah. know what I mean? So exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know. Exactly. Well, guys, it was quite quite the episode. Kyle being Kyle's old, been old man Kyle right now. Grum- grumpy uh, old Kyle. I am, but like I like but I said, I it, it comes a lot from it comes a, a lot, and I've, I mean I've got a nine nine year old guys, um, like some of the stuff he's into i'm just especially the the youtubers he's in i'm like why are you what this is nothing but noise boy that doesn't make sense to me but i don't get but i i never put it i'll i will be honest with him he'll ask you know can i watch such such and such dude i don't really care for that stuff it's fine that you do i like that you like it what you think is cool is cool let's not watch it now you can watch watch that later so i i get that things are are different, but like I said, my my whole biggest issue has been I watched, you know, myself and many others grow up, carry certain things from their past, enjoy certain things from that. I, I I like the Jetsons. I don't want to see a mod a modern Jet Jetsons. You know what I'm saying? Again, but like I could never understand you like Power Rangers, for example, Kel. I don't. Get yeah, that. but I don't. I don't. I don't I, want. I cannot get my head. I'm not watching Power it. Rangers. Like. I love what I what I like. I've got toys. I got my my hoodies and stuff like that. And of course, I'm like you said before, I'm a few years. Because I was just, but that, I don't yeah, want. Yeah, I was just that too old. Yeah, I don't want. Was like, I don't want a uh, like the 2017 Power Rangers movie. That was good for me because it was more mature, grown up. It wasn't uh, corny, uh, super. Sent I imagine I never watched it. You know why? The, would yeah, have but them, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I, I don't want, I don't want, want a rehash of of 1990s Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I don't want to watch that. I'm too. It would not appeal to me. The original only appeals in the in the nostalgia sense, right? Mm-hmm. That being said, if you took the the Boom Comics, uh, uh, Kyle Higgins art which was known as uh, Shattered Grid, right? Again, similar. It was aimed at people my age, basically. Original Power Rangers fans. So, But it was aimed at us. So it was like all the nostalgia imagery, but a 35 
up your old men- mentality. Does that does that make sense? If you took that and it animated it, it doesn't make sense for what I think about making more from Power Rangers. Right, how it right, works, but, 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 you know, but you know what I'm saying by by they they made it ground me, they made it grittier, I, I more more mature. That's that's what yeah. I'm saying. Same as like the example with the teenage I wouldn't, Ninja I w- course, exactly. Which I do get I wouldn't, the idea. Of. Yeah, I wouldn't want to to do to redo the '90s again. But if you took that comic line and you an- animated it, I'd I'd be all about that because it it would appeal to. It would appeal to what I like about Power Rangers, the flashy suits, the big giant monsters and robots fighting the, the martial arts, but it would put it on a maturity level that I that I Davey can actually Broccoli enjoy. would be a good Power Rangers villain. What's that? Davey Broccoli would be a good Power Rangers villain. He would make an outstanding I would I would have loved him to be to have been a Power Rangers villain. Absolutely because he looks like a Power Rangers villain. Yeah, but it, but, but you like I said, have that in Star Wars. Uh, I get it. No. But and 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 it's fine for everyone to be what they're, they're into. Anyways, this has gone on super long, <laughs> over an hour. I hate it when we go over an hour because no nobody watches it. If you have been watching, thank you guys so much. Check out the rest of the content here on the channel. Lots of anime stuff. Says the old man bitching about kids car- cartoons. Lots of an- anime stuff. Breaking Geek Radio and Daily Cog cover everything you can imagine in inter- entertainment. Uh, uh, Breaking Geek is reviewing Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Honor Amongst Thieves this week. So check that out. If it's not a reaction video, video goes up. Uh, all of our podcast news and, and reviews go up on uh, your favorite podcast apps. And of course, check out the website. Excuse me, lrmonline.com. Every day for all your uh, uh, written uh, entertainment news needs, uh, opinions, uh, uh, rumors, and leaks and things like that cam does a really good job at, at uh uh sifting through things with his his uh bullshit filter and uh uh yeah check check out the check out the celebrity interviews on the lrm online youtube channel as well anything else cam no um check out lrm online as as kel said anybody interested in doing any writing get into any of that side of things please give kel myself Shockey, anyone has shout all our details you can find or you can find us through the website. But give us a shout. There's a few new people have come on board just to write about things that they're interested in. And it's been cool so far. I'm well, working a lot to build that out and let you, you know, if you feel there's something you're not covering and you want to see why does no one cover this news for LRM. You come, come and it. cover it. Come and do it. Because I, I maybe person. don't watch it, I maybe don't know anything about it, and you don't want to see me report stuff that I've got no idea what I'm talking about. So you got it. All right, guys. That's it. Until next next time. May the force be with you.